0: Hello, and welcome once again to another edition of TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission, where we take an in-depth view of the artists chosen by God to use their gift to glorify Him, the stories behind their music, and of course, how the Lord has been with them in the process. Our guest is a woman of God who uses her incredible voice in an operatic style to exalt the Lord, and her name is Yolanda F. Johnson.
1: to tempt mm-hmm.
0: This is Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis, and that voice comes from our guest this time around. Her name, Yolanda F. Johnson. Yolanda, great to have you with us.
2: It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Your voice is really incredible. Thank you. When did you first learn to sing?
2: Um, I first learned to play the piano as my first instrument at about four years old. Uh Um, And then I started singing in church around that same time where my grandfather preached. Um, And that's where we really realized that I could sing. Church girl. Church girl.
0: Okay. Okay. (laughs) Who identified the opera gift in you?
2: Um, I think that came from school, actually, because since I could sing at church and I played the piano, I started composing music early on, also the piano music, and then I just started singing. I had the classical chops with the keyboard. And so um, I think I had my first classical audition when I was going into... I said the fourth before, I think the second grade. Wow. In a treble choir, a mini honor choir in Okay, town. so you
0: were singing opera back in second grade?
2: You can't call it opera, but I was singing classical music. So what's the difference? Um, opera is classical music, but opera is a very specific genre of music. Mm-hmm. And so um, so it was a little bit different.
0: So you're trained yes. in opera.
2: I have a degree in performance. Okay. Yes, I studied with uh, Linda Roark Strummer in college and then when I went to graduate school I actually did my masters in arts management because I wanted to have a backup plan and not do the starving artist yeah, thing. Right, right, for too right.
0: Long. You'll be an opera singer waiting tables. Right. Right. But
2: that's what we I've you know, I've done it all. Um, did you I do st- that at one time? I, I have waited tables for two months. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not very long. <laughs> I had to find something else to yeah, do. Okay. But all respect to people, you know, you do what you gotta do. Sure. And um, I uh, Studied with uh, Mary Schiller in graduate school. I still studied voice fully, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to make sure I didn't have two performance degrees. I wanted to have something else in my back pocket. Smart,
0: smart. It's
2: paid off, yeah.
0: Yeah, so you use your operatic
2: gift to exalt the Lord. I do. I use my classical singing gift. Um, Well, we'll say that opera and classical singing are the same thing then. So, yes, I use that gift. I find different music, um, sacred music to praise the Lord. Sacred music. I try to unearth different classical music and sing it. Last Easter, I did a lot um, of of sacred music.
0: What is the difference between, you said, sacred music and opera?
2: Opera is a style of... uh, well, you're singing classically, yeah. but you're singing in an opera. Mm-hmm. And opera, the genre of opera, as you know, you have the Mozart operas. You have all kinds of operas. Beethoven, yeah. all the guys in it. Rossini, Puccini. Um, Rossini, Puccini. <laughs> Rossini, Rossini, Puccini. Okay, okay. And so you have a staged production of the opera that has the theatrical component to it. And that all comes together with the costumes and everything. And that is the opera. I see. You can still sing one of the arias from that opera in a in a... Uh, concert setting. Ah. And so, you know, a singer's life and career is usually comprised of doing that onstage stuff and then just having a beautiful gown on and doing, uh, concert work as well. And that's where you get more of an opportunity to do things to, to honor God, um, in that capacity. There's so much classical sacred music that way. And so last Easter I did um in that's by Bach, and uh, it's a beautiful piece for voice and oboe.
0: And what does what does all of that mean, what you just said?
2: Oh <laughs> just broke into random German. Um that one is uh, sorrow, grief, um, tears and pain. And um, And how is that
0: exalting the Lord?
2: Well, that song... See, Bach is a really interesting character. He was Joe Bach from down the street in Germany, never really left Germany. But all of his music was made to the glory of God. Wow. And so um, he was a church musician. He, you know, led the worship and the music at his church. No kidding. And his... Music is so integral to the entire, entire tonal system you know of mm-hmm. music. Yeah. It's just genius, and it wasn't really rediscovered till Mendelssohn sort of pulled it out from yeah. the catacombs as well. But um, so it's really nice doing Bach because you know that he did that music to honor God. He was always thinking of God when he was composing, and now it's the, um, it's a staple for classical music as well.:
0: Do you do a lot of Bach?
2: I do, and I try to remind people of that, and so that's why I pulled that out last Easter and try to um, do different things to remind them that his music was written for God.
0: Where else have you performed it?
2: Usually in a church setting, mm-hmm. sometimes a concert setting as well. Mm-hmm. Here, abroad? Uh, in the U.S., really, really? mostly. Mm-hmm.
0: But you've performed abroad? Yes. Where?
2: Um, one of the most recent places was Germany. Where else? Um, the United Kingdom.
0: Nice. nice. And so...
2: Uh,
0: And how are you received overseas?
2: Uh, Received well.
0: I would think so. Got some good reviews. I would think so. Anybody drawn to the Lord because of your operatic style and ministry?
2: Yes, I would definitely say so. Really? Um, My debut recital was in New York City in 2008. Mm -hmm. And... um, I had people who were just saying, you know, something else was happening here. But I did that recital to glorify God. When it you had, say
0: something else was happening, like what?
2: They, they felt that spiritual component to the entire evening. They did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I made sure that I gave God his shout out. I actually started with um, a non-vocal piece. It was an oboist who arranged um, uh, a Bach piece. Yeah. Um, Lord, It's an, an old chorale. Um, Before thy throne I stand, O Lord. Okay. And um, that was just me saying, you know, this is for God, this is my gift, and I'm using it for the Lord. And yeah. then I came out and did the other stuff. I know I sang in four or five different languages. And um, You sang
0: I, in four or five different languages? Yes. You can do that? Yes. Which languages are there?
2: Uh, I performed in German. I performed in Spanish and Italian and French. Wow. And then...
0: Impressive.
2: you well you got to be able to do that in the world of opera and classical music. that's right
0: because you're going everywhere and you're performing for different
2: yeah and it was written by different guys from different countries so you want to be able to give and there's different um within classical music you have art songs and a lot of recitals are art songs and Mm so um in german it's called leader okay it's french it's, it's lots of stuff
0: nice so now when these people came to the lord because of your operatic singing how did that make you feel
2: it made me feel really great it made it feel relevant. You know, because it's a it's a classic form of music, and you usually think somebody's going to feel something more if they hear you sing some gospel or some great contemporary song. Mm-hmm. But especially like even last Easter, um, when people come up to you also and just tell you, you know, that really touched me. That was so different. It was so beautiful. The unfortunate thing is sometimes I think people still feel that they're so far a distance from it that it's high art. Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: It's like, for, you know, the what? Muckety-mucks?
2: Right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> muckety-mucks. But it's for the masses. You have to remember this stuff was pop music 200, 300 years ago.
0: I hadn't looked at so, it that way. That's know, a good way of looking at it.
2: Yeah. You know, Mozart was like a rock star. Franz Liszt would get on stage and throw his gloves off to the ladies in the audience. They would be like, oh, you know. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. So these guys are the rock stars of their okay, day.
0: okay. Okay. So now, when this happens, because you're performing for these these huge audiences, I can imagine, and you know the the applause and the adulation has got to be really great.
2: It is. It, it's nice to have done well.
0: How do you get out of the theater without your head being swelled?
2: Um, I admit that it can be a struggle sometimes, in the sense of. You know, my piano teacher was also a theologian. Her name was Viola Driver. Mm -hmm. And we, my my grandparents would be like, what are you doing in that lesson that you are still there? We are here to pick you up. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, well, we started talking about end times prophecy. We started talking about revelation. (laughs) We started talking about stuff. And we would have these conversations. And, you know, she said something to me once that I have felt as an artist and as a musician in particular – Um, That Lucifer was the worship leader in heaven, quite possibly that his body was made partially like of an organ type of instrument. He just was a really great musician. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel a form of spiritual attack as a musician Mm. that, you know, if he got to the point where he thought he was that cool. And could go against God. There's something that I think as an artist, you have to fight that off because I see God as a master artist. Mm-hmm. I see him as a poet, you know, in the Old Testament, some of the things he said. I see him as a scientist, obviously a musician an artist if you look at the earth. right, And... um I think, you know, my website says, as the Landor quote of music is God's gift, you know, from heaven to Mm -hmm. the earth. And I Mm -hmm. truly believe that. Okay. And so um, in that capacity, I think we can get attacked a little bit more for our heads to swell, and then we can't be used in the same capacity. I've
0: heard that from other artists. So my question to you is, what do you do when that attack happens?
2: I pray. I pray unceasingly.
0: Okay, prayer ultimately is just communication with the Lord. Right. You're talking to him, and you're, list- you're listening to him. I have
2: that kind of relationship you. with him where um, it's a respectful relationship. Of course, I'm not one of those people that thinks he, God is only love. He's also the Almighty God who we have reverence for. That's a good way to look but, at him. Yeah. But he's also my friend, mm-hmm. and I, I talk to him very candidly in that respect. I tell him what's going on, and I need help with this. Okay. So,
0: but is there anything else that you do
2: to, to not get a big head?
0: To ward off that attack of pride, is there anything else that goes along with prayer?
2: Well, along with prayer is action. So in that sense, um, I really do turn any performance over to the Lord. Mm, okay. Backstage, you'll see me, and I'm just praying. I mean, because what are you going to do? Like Jesus said, you're not going to add Anything to your life by worrying. And so um, and I think I back it out to before the performance and how well prepared I am because mm-hmm. I don't want to be that person who didn't put any effort forth and they're like, by the way, Lord. Yeah. I'm standing here now about to go on stage. Yeah. Could you let it be great?
1: So. Hey, but,
0: but you didn't rehearse and right? you didn't practice. And you didn't study the languages or anything. Yeah, and so I, I try
2: to be diligent in that respect right. and be grateful for you the opportunity. You got to do your part too. Yeah, sure. I really believe that He'll meet you halfway, you know. And my pastor now says, God can't steer a parked car. I like so that. So I start trying to drive and then I'm yeah. like, you know, <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel for yeah, real.
0: Right. right. What is one of your favorite operatic pieces from mm. Bach? Am I saying that right? Yes, Bach. Because I, I said Bach, but you said Bach. Bach, yes. Is, so, is that the German <laughs> pronunciation? Yes. Okay. Did I do well? You did very well. Well, thank you very Sehr
2: much. Very good.
0: <laughs> 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 what is one of your favorite uh, operatic pieces?
2: Operatic pieces. Um, well, Bach didn't yeah. actually write opera, but one of my favorite pieces by him um, would be... Would be the Zoyfster train in Kuma um, That piece. <laughs> yeah. That piece which,
0: means, is, which means what? Sorrow, is
2: pain. Tears, oh, that's the remember? one. Sorrow, yeah. pain. Okay. And I did that at Easter because I really thought of Christ before um, the cross and actually did some audio visual with it. Right. Where he was saying, you Lord, Lord, if you can take this cup from me, yeah. but not my will, that will be done. Nothing is too, you know, hard for you and I thought that that was really important and it's such a, a beautiful piece of music it's voice it's soprano with oboe and you just hear that sorrow and I just started to think you know I was like Lord he really was able to use me last Easter musically especially and I just said you know this song depicts what Christ it, it's really calling out and I mean it, it it's shrill at the top it's so if so train and cool or not you know reflective mm-hmm. to what Christ was was going through now that wasn't the original intention of the song the song is actually based upon May Condition separate from God, so I which mean, is
0: sorrow, pain, anguish, pain, tears, anguish. <laughs> right, sure. let's listen to that right now. Okay, the name of the tune is
2: <laughs> Zeufze, <"Zöfste>, Zeufze, <laughs> Tränen,
0: Tränen, Kuma, Kuma, Not, Not on Music with a Mission. TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission. Wow. An incredible rendition from Yolanda F. Johnson. And uh, we had to hold the glass so it wouldn't break. (laughs) (laughs) That is so good. Thank you. So good. And now you said the name of it is, again, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce it.
2: (laughs) Zoyfse Tränen Kuma Not.
0: Which is Sorrow, Anguish...
2: Tears, Tears, pain, I think. Pain. Am I I have it in the wrong order? Yeah. And
0: before the song, you were saying that it really wasn't meant to describe Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane or anything like that. It was meant to describe man's condition.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That's interesting to me that a person would write a song like that. And that would be obviously man's condition without
2: Christ. Mm-hmm. It's important stuff, though. Somebody, you know, music is the... The medium, uh, you know, it's essential to the human condition, is what I say, and that is the human condition, and that is such without Christ, you know, that's how you are.
0: Needless to say, I got stories to tell.
2: Amen. <laughs> Don't we all?
0: <laughs> but you're a church girl. Mm hmm. Born bread and buttered in the church. Yep. So you can sing gospel, huh? I can. What gospel can you sing? <laughs>
2: Um, I
0: mean, do you sing the traditional hymns and things like that?
2: I love traditional hymns, and that's really interesting about me. And maybe because I'm a bit of a purist because of the classical background.
0: Which old school hymns do you like?
2: Uh, I love Blessed Assurance. Okay. Um, I just found a really interesting one um, about missions called Go that we had never even heard before. I pulled that out of the catacombs of of old hymns and found it. Yeah. Um, And then I just love... uh, how great thou art was my grandmother's favorite song. I tend to end performances with an encore of that. Or well, that's summertime. kind of that's
0: kind of operatic, and it's it can presentation, be. right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, how do you change your voice from being opera to a traditional gospel tune? Because I mean, it seems to me like the voice would be a little different. No, it
2: is different. It's very interesting. You know, I just came back from Texas, where I was giving a master class at Brookhaven College, yeah. and did um, a bit of a performance in master class with the voice students there. Yeah, and um, I performed for them at the end, and I did "Batti Batti," um, which is by Mozart. Which is? Beat me, beat me.
0: <laughs> okay. No,
2: see, the translation is it's from Don Giovanni, and it, it's a harsher ancient Italian way of saying it. But it's a woman whose betrothed is upset with her, I and see. she's saying, "Oh, just beat me then, like a lamb to the slaughter." Then you know, if you can't oh, forgive boy. me, she's being very dramatic. I would say so. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, crank it down a couple of <laughs> right. pages. Right? Okay, go ahead. <laughs>
2: And then I turned around, and then I did um, God Bless the Child.
0: Oh, nice.
2: And so they could hear the difference in the techniques and how I still use my technique. Once you've got your technique under control, you can morph it to whatever type of music you're Mm -hmm. singing.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: So you don't sing incorrectly, but you're just singing differently.
0: Now, you're a preacher's kid, too, huh? Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Preacher's grandkid.
0: A preacher's grandkid. Well, you're a preacher's kid. Preacher's kid, kid, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. How was it growing up as a preacher's kid?
2: Uh, It was really interesting how it was interesting on so many different levels because um i've had a close relationship with god since from a very early age mm-hmm. i was raised by my grandparents but i really was also raised by a village i say mm. um of strategically placed people that the lord put into my life to form who i was so i really truly have this sense of god as my father as abba father okay as my dad
0: kind of fenced in a little bit huh
2: yeah um
0: so would that say you didn't experience much of the world
2: oh no i certainly did you did i certainly did when it wasn't an easy you know upbringing it just was a place with people strategically placed in my life
0: but you experienced much of the world when you said you seemed a little fenced in. So when did you experience that?
2: Well, the fenced inness was attempted. Mm-hmm. But whenever that's attempted sometimes in a child or a young adult's life, then they find other ways to experience the world. Mm-hmm. But I never experienced a ton of the world, I have to say, because I knew that in the end I had God as my father, but I was going to have to make sure that I was on the up and up to yeah. survive and to be okay Like in my life. I could have mm-hmm. easily ended up with... You know, a teenage pregnancy or something like sure. that. Sure, and that's
0: why I ask you, you know, because they say preacher's kids are the worst. Yeah. You no, know, at a certain point, they just go crazy.
2: But preacher's kids see a lot of confusing things, you know. What do you mean? You see a man, or in some cases maybe a woman, who is a man of God. Yeah. But he's also a human being. Mm. So everybody at church sees this perfect, wonderful man of God. And you see him at home. And And he's he's not always perfect. He's got vulnerabilities like everybody else. Yeah, and it can mess with you a little bit as to what does that mean exactly. Mm. Um, And then if the Lord allows, the biggest blessing that I received from it is understanding that at my judgment, there's not going to be any passing the buck. Uh So there's no but this happened or but that happened or I saw so-and-so do this because they're not going to be with you. You just have to say I know for sure in my own walk. And, you know, I told my grandpa. It took, I think it was right after I graduated from college, Mm -hmm. I called him and I meant it. And I said, thank you so much for raising me up in the way I should go because now it's a big deal that I have all that to call upon.
0: Yeah, yeah. What other songs do you like? You said Blessed Assurance is one of your favorite hymns. Mm -hmm. And you also like... um, how great thou art
2: mm-hmm.
0: which we said is could also be an operatic piece right. very easily
2: which i make it sometimes
0: and you mentioned a piece called go mm-hmm. i've never heard of that piece
2: before nobody did until i sang it recently
0: <laughs> really how does that go
2: um
0: how does that go, go. <laughs> <laughs> how does go go
2: You know, it's just, its the melody is like, I can't, and I'm going to say the words incorrectly, but it's like, down from the glories of heaven, down to a world of woe, Jesus said, Jesus said, I will go, and the chorus is just,
1: go, 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 lead where he asks you to lead, Pray for your part in the
2: harvest. Give what he asks you to give. So it's just saying, you know, go and do whatever the Lord asks you to do. I want to go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not warmed up, by the way. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're not
0: warmed up. That's great. That's great. Really good. What do you do to take care of your voice? Is there anything that you do?
2: Um... I've learned recently, I guess, that I'm a low talker. Do you remember that Seinfeld episode with the low talker?
0: <laughs> no, so tell me about it. like
2: a really low talker.
0: And what is that? That Does that just uh, preserve always, your vocal cords yes, or something? and I didn't
2: realize it's a subconscious thing that I do, but everybody's like, I can't hear you. I'm on a conference call. They're like, we can't hear you. And I'm like, because... Hey, Can't I, be yelling at you. <laughs> <laughs> but I really don't realize that I'm doing it. But I try not to stress out my cords. Okay. Um, you know, the basic regimen of, of. Which is? Have a humidifier.
3: Oh, really? Keep
2: the nasal passages moist. Okay. And then there's a whole other set of things that you do. Why? Like. If you get sick or something. Um,. I have to find my presentation that I did here at Times Square Church. I gave out a lot of advice on that. Like before you sing, um, I say no cough drops because it creates like a mucus, like a phlegmy sort of situation where then it gets caught in your throat and you go out and you're supposed to be singing and you got stuff in your throat. Right, right. No cold water. I don't drink anything cold. Warm tea? Lukewarm, lukewarm. I've
0: heard like tea with lemon. Is that a myth? You know, the lemons,
2: no, it's not a myth, but the lemon is acidic. So I only do that, like, if I'm just having it on its own, you know, to enjoy the tea. Mm -hmm. But really just plain tea with no sugar, maybe a little bit of honey, um, lukewarm water, never cold. Um, It shocks your body. And Mm -hmm. I found that it really can constrict the vocal cords a little bit if you're about to go sing. Makes me lose a couple notes off the top.
0: Have you ever been in a concert and your voice is cracked? Yes. How did that feel?
2: April... 1999. You have the date? Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was traumatic for you. It (laughs) was.
2: I wouldn't sing that song again for like another eight years. How did you
0: get over that? Oh. It's like getting on a horse and having the horse throw you.
2: It is, but you know, the thing is, the body is a really amazing thing and the voices too. The psychosomatic stuff that happens. So
0: when did you get back up on the horse?
2: Well... Eight years after. I mean, I got immediately back up. I kept singing, of course, but uh-huh. I wouldn't sing that song again. Wow. Um, but the thing is, if you it's a faith thing, too, I guess. If you don't think you can hit a note, your body will work against you. And this amazing thing will happen where stuff breaks down and constricts and you won't hit it. So you can totally do yourself in by not having faith in what I you're singing. I would think so. But if you think you can, you're much more likely to get it out. Sure.
0: Believe the Lord. Mm-hmm. He'll get you through it. We're going to take a quick break, Yolanda. Okay. I'm really enjoying talking to you.
2: Likewise.
0: This is good stuff. And uh, we will continue with Yolanda F. Johnson on Music with a Mission.
1: <laughs> God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God
2: is powerful. God is your friend. God is a
1: good listener. God is. Is for you. God is willing to God help. God
2: is and always will God be. God
1: is able to God protect. God
2: is, good. is power to
3: change.
0: God
2: is, God is Jesus. God is here. God
1: now. is the one who loves you. God, God is merciful. God he
0: is,
2: he is the full. husband to the widow.
0: God is the one with your God hands. God
2: is back. there when no one else is.
0: TSC Music Radio, where God is. This is Carter Conlin from Times Square Church. We've been talking for many weeks now about prayer. One of the most incredible prayers ever prayed in the entire Bible came from the lips of Jesus Christ himself when he was on the cross on Calvary. In the Gospel of Luke chapter 23 and verse 34, he said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do. Think about it for a moment. He had been nailed to a cross for the sins of humanity. They were parting his clothing. They were gambling for what was left of his earthly possessions. They were railing on him from every side. But yet he proved to us that it's in the heart of God to forgive us in spite of our spiritual ignorance. If ever there was a time to understand that it's God's heart to forgive us, it's now. It's time, New York City, to pray. To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit nycprayer.org. That's nycprayer.org. TSA Music Radio's Music with a Mission. And we are back uh, talking with Yolanda F. Johnson, an incredible voice, incredible opera singer. And I want it known for the record that during one of the breaks, she (laughs) told me that I have a timbre in my voice that says that I may be able to sing.
2: Yes, a timbre. It's spelled timber, but it's pronounced timber. Tamber. Yeah.
0: And what would I sing? because I've always wanted to sing. It's but I've you know, if you've ever seen anybody operate outside of their calling, it's not pretty. <laughs> so so what would I sing? would it be what? Bass?
2: Uh probably baritone bass.
0: Baritone bass. Wow. You really made me feel good.
2: Well good.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna sing though. No.
2: <laughs> Be encouraged. I'm like, come on now, breathe.
0: (laughs) You know, I've never really been a great fan of opera. No offense.
2: No, none taken.
0: I think mostly because I I, I really didn't understand it. And I really didn't understand the language. But I've heard opera being sung in different plays that I recognize, like um, Porky and Bess. Mm -hmm. You're familiar? Yes. Of course. Have, Have you ever done Porky and Bess?
2: Um the full production I have not but I sing some arias from Really. And See
0: and when I hear that I hear I hear opera and that mm-hmm. uh, it is opera isn't it?
2: It is. Wow. Oh, okay. See? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it's more accessible. The thing about opera also is that a lot of it is written not in English and you know that's interesting about what Mozart did and what yeah. he felt about some things too. Even Martin Luther if you want to get into some of the German classical music yeah. music in the language of the people, so that they understand what is being sung and they understand what's happening. So okay. when it's in English, it's a little easier, probably, for you to s- swallow.
0: So you did Porky and Bass. Mm-hmm. What songs did you sing?
2: Um, Any favorites from that? Well, I didn't do the production, but I've done two songs from it. I do "Summertime" and I do "My Man's Gone." "Summertime,"
0: now. I'm very familiar with that, and "My Man's Gone."
2: My man's gone now.
0: Now, the production itself is a little vague for me, so I, I don't remember the actual scene. But um, My Man's Gone sounds pretty deep.
2: It is very deep. Yes. I just uh, did an audition with it back in May. Mm -hmm. Um, It's something, it's a treat for me. Summertime's really more of my voice, but I love singing My Man's Gone now. Why? Um, because it shows such depth of character. I mean, this woman is sitting there and she's got you know, she's telling you, My man's gone now and Mm -hmm. she's talking to her family and Mm -hmm. there's a chorus behind her and mourners going, Oh you know, they're just moaning along with her. And um it's really a chance to act and to sing and to give it your all. Summertime's more my voice type, yeah, but I love singing my man's gone. Now sometimes you have to branch out.
0: Summertime is more your voice type. What do you mean?
2: I'm a lyric soprano. So I'm not a Brunhid. I'm not a Lady Macbeth. I'm, and it depends on who you're cast with, you know. I'm, I'm an Ina, Etta, Anna. So I'm Serena I'm Susanna. Okay. I'm Despina. I see. The younger woman character. So how
0: Edna. would Summertime differ from what you just sang?
2: Well, the characters, you know, are different. It's Serena that sings, My Man's Gone Now. Right. And, you know, the difference is between Serena and, and Bess and different like different voice types. So, yeah. Um. And like with Mozart, it's the difference between the Countess and Susanna. The okay. Countess is more of a dramatic voice, and Susanna is the lighter voice. And I usually sing Susanna, but my voice can get pretty big. So if I have a truly like a younger singer, then I can be the Countess. You know. I
0: see. I see.
2: But so usually I'm not.
0: How would summertime go?
2: Can I do it right here in the studio?
0: You can do it right here in the studio. <laughs> just, sure. Just give us a little bit. Let me. Let me. Let me just hear. I probably what you better
2: got. move this back then.
0: Yeah, move this. Maybe I should move <laughs> back too. <laughs> Go ahead.
2: I should stand too. I'm sorry. Sure, sure. Summer
1: time and the living is easy. Fish are jumping and the cotton is. So hush, little baby, don't you
2: cry. And then I'll end it with.
3: Yes,
0: indeed. Oh,
1: <laughs> you can't put that on though. <laughs> I wasn't warmed up.
0: But. I feel like I should have like a, a some flowers to throw at the stage here. No, not for me. <laughs> that was so good.
2: Oh, thank you. When I
0: hear you sing, and you say you're not warmed up, oh. you sing so effortlessly. It just comes right out.
2: My body is an instrument. I'm really grateful that the Lord gave me this particular gift. The other song I sing a lot is My Father's World because of that. I love to sing that. Yeah? Yeah, My
0: Father's World. And what are the lyrics to that?
2: This is my father's world and to my listening ears all nature sings and around me rings the music of the spheres. This is my father's world. I rest me in the thought of rocks and trees of skies and um, his hand these wonders wrought It has three different verses But it's just I love to sing that That's a song that I take with me And I'm a big lover of nature I've sang that song Out to the ocean mm-hmm. I've sang it at the top of a mountain You know at the peak When we went up to the top of one So um, you
0: sing to minister to yourself
2: Mm-hmm. It's, it's a gift I sing I haven't lately I'm, I have fallen off this bandwagon But I usually try to sing An offertory every morning Oh. And it's my gift that I send up to God, just a little something that I'm offering my voice up. Oh, that's so nice. And Lauren, I know I haven't been on top of it lately.
0: <laughs> He's a forgiving God. He is, amen. So what do you have coming up? Any concert tours and any other places where you might be... Praising the Lord with your voice?
2: Well, I've had a lot of things happen in my life um, personally in the last year or so, especially in the last couple of months. My mother passed away, and oh. so I've got some songs on my heart that I need to get out that way. And so I'm taking a tiny bit of a hiatus. I'll be doing some stuff around Christmas time and then just planning um, for the spring. I have two recitals. One's pretty cool, it's okay. for Black Music Month in June.
3: Okay.
2: And it's uh, connecting uh, the Black. Uh, classical music experience. You know, you've mm-hmm. got guys like R. Nathaniel Det. You have mm-hmm. other um, African-American female composers who nobody ever plays or sings anymore. Sure. Dvorak was probably influenced by a lot of, you know, that as well, that soulfulness that you find in some of his music. Yeah. Um, so going to be doing a celebration of black classical music or the influence of African music and nice. spirituals and things, along with the soul food high tea. So I thought that was just a nice thing okay. to do. It's a salon.
0: I see. A salon. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> and, um, and then I have a special recital coming up in the spring as well called The Four Seasons, and it's music inspired by each season of the year.
0: Really nice. So looking forward to really that. Really nice. Now, the song My Father's World, which you said you love so, mm-hmm. that's the song I'm going to ask you to sing to take us out. <laughs> Would you mind doing that for us?
2: Sure. Um Need to and I'm not going
0: to accompany you, even though you gave me that great compliment. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to mess you up.
2: <laughs> okay, and this is a song that bridges the gap between contemporary and classical, the way that I sing it. The Lord just blesses my voice on this song. I don't know, I think he might like it, and that's why I was led to do it. He have might find favor con- in it.
0: Have you ever considered singing contemporary at all? I do. You do sing it's, contemporary? Yeah. What contemporary do you sing?
2: Um, Hey, I didn't have a regular job in high school. I lived off of talent shows singing Whitney Houston. Is that right? (laughs) For real. (laughs) One moment in time made me a lot of money in high school. Right, right. (laughs) And the greatest love of all. And people have been inspired by this also. Um, Like other singers will ask me, what was that song, you know? And I sang it for Earth Day last year at service. It's an important song for me.
0: Why is it so important for you?
2: Because it proclaims that, you know, the very world and earth that we live in was created by God and that it belongs to Him. Mm-hmm. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it connects, like I say, music is essential to the human condition. It connects that. It's a song that I feel that the Lord, like I say, He blesses it when I sing it. So, and when I sang this out to the ocean once, because I was standing there, it was nighttime, the stars were twinkling, yeah. and I just said, I just started singing it.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know? And, um, and I'm not joking. My former boyfriend is a scientist and an anim- amateur astronomer. Okay. And he says that he's never, exam, never, um, not examined, but witnessed, experienced stars act the way, like behave in the way that they were yeah. after that. I sang this song and stars started to dance a little bit. And you then actually saw that? I saw that. I looked up and I was like, that star is moving. And he was like, that's not possible with stars it's atmospheric pressure uh-huh. and all this other stuff so, so with the scientific meetings and
0: yeah okay <laughs> and
2: he was like skeptical he's a believer you know and uh-huh. he looked up and he was like oh that star is moving but and it's then we very looked possible. down we looked up again and more stars around it were moving wow. and um and i thought that was interesting and when i sang it on the top of the mountain you know i didn't have that type of experience but i just i was honored to be able to sing it to him from that mountaintop you know
0: and we're honored to have you sing it for us right now thank you my Father's World.
2: Okay. Yolanda F. Johnson
0: <laughs> on Music with a Mission.
1: This is my father's world and to my listening ears all nature sings and around me rings the music of the spheres. This is my father's world. I rest me in the thought of rocks and trees, of skies and seas. His hands these wonders wrought. This is my father's world. Why should my heart feel sad? The Lord is king, let the heavens
0: I don't know what your boyfriend was thinking, <laughs> but I can certainly see the stars dancing that day. Thank you for being on Music With a Mission.
2: It's been a pleasure.
0: Take joy, my king, and what you hear, and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. By the way, we do want to hear what you think about music with a mission. We want your tips, hints, questions, and suggestions. Email your comments to music at timesquarechurch.org or visit TSC Music on Facebook and Twitter. And, of course, visit the website, www.tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, mixed and engineered by Harry Bond, and special administrative assistance from Maggie Diaz. Remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Derek Davis. Join us next time on Music with a Mission.